Hey everybody, this is Martin and you're listening to Healing Together, a podcast that connects you to me and some of my amazing friends, where we hope that our stories will bring you comfort, inspiration and healing. I want to give you a behind the scenes view of people's lives, both the ordinary and extraordinary. And I think that you will realize that most often moving through struggle relies on finding a way to shine a light on some of the darkest corners of your heart. And through this, we can build strength and therefore remain open, kind and grateful. Hey everybody, welcome to episode six and we have a returning guest. He's back, Amram's back. How are you? Wonderful. It's mm-hmm. good to hear. We've had a nice day together. Oh yes. We actually went to the gym and our personal trainer, Lindsay, I'm going to call you out here, Lindsay. You better be listening, by the way. Um, She forgot. She's got ADHD too. So the pair of us together trying to organise this obviously went to shit. And instead (laughs) instead of us going to the gym, we instead went to the last zebra in Carlisle, had a couple of drinks and a load of high-fat food. It wasn't high-fat. What? Well, nachos. Well, I didn't eat nachos. Shredded crispy... Beef, um, beef is not fat enough. The bow bun, no, well, it's light, yeah, that was okay. Well, it was very nice, all the same, anyway. So, here we are. Uh, so this is Amram's second episode. Uh, as we get further into the podcast, you will learn that he's probably going to be a regular feature on the podcast, as well as healing together. Endeavours, but more of that later. Um, so first of all, before we get going, I just wanted to thank you all for our 999 downloads since the podcast started. I'm just going to double check actually that that is still the case. Um, but also thank you so much for all of the feedback that you've been sending over these last three, four weeks since we launched the podcast. I'm going to share some of the feedback at the end of this episode. And so if uh, anybody has any comments on that or anything else, then please do continue to, to be in touch with me. I love hearing how the podcast is impacting all of you. And the intention for the podcast was to be a bit like therapy for you. So it's great for me to know that that's the case and all these connections are being formed through the stories and uh, reflections on them. So thank you so much. <clears throat> so let's get going, Amram. Mm-hmm. We've had quite a nice summer, haven't we? Yeah, no one more sun. It's going. <clears throat> no. In a couple of weeks, we'll get it because we're going oh, on holiday. We're going back to Amram's, one of Amram's beloved countries that he's lived in. As you remember from, or as you may remember from the previous podcast, he spent some time in Cyprus, and so we're going to go there 
on holiday together, an actual holiday. Finally. Not, <laughs> not working in any way. Well, I, I probably will, but not actually mm-hmm. there. Well, you know, I'll be checking my diary and things like that. No, I won't. What's the point? <laughs> the death stare. I was kind of joking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Turn off your roaming. Turn off my roaming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, you've got your own mic today, so you'll need to speak up a little bit more. Well, I'm just. Well, it shouldn't be quiet this one. Well, it's not quiet because of the mic. It's quiet because you're mumbling. I'm not mumbling. You do mumble. No. This is a big recurring theme. Just put the sound higher. It's, it's it's almost full blast to be honest. Oh, actually, my, my I, I, I see myself. It's almost on a full level. What you're oh, saying? You I'll be louder than you, you probably. <laughs> oh my goodness! You know this frustrating me has been happening a lot more recently what? since you have had more uh, capacity. I'm beginning to realise that a lot of the disagreements that we have might actually end up being due to something I've done rather than being able to blame you just because you're moody. I'm not moody. Well, not anymore. No. I'm enlightened. (laughs) Every day. Every day. Well, and you... By a Russian person. You read, you read my mind. I'm, I'm kind of curious if he's Russian or if he's Bulgarian or something. Well, so who we're talking about here is the yoga teacher trainer that Amram is currently uh, being taught by and guided on his own yoga teacher training. Um, and yes, enlightened is the case. How many days in are you now with this training? No idea. I'm not. I'm not. Actually, I'm not counting. It's supposed to be thirty days, and then. But what what he says is like do it anyway every day. So, so I'm not counting. Okay, but you probably. I would say you're a good. What two weeks? Half in? probably. Yeah, yeah half in. Like that. And uh, Amram has just finished part of his training today, which is to spend around about an hour doing a third eye meditation and mm-hmm. chanting is that right um let me set that up and then you can talk about it is that okay because i want to talk about how the last few weeks have been yeah. um, and what's uh, led to you doing this yoga teacher training and so i posted a couple of days ago about this movement into autumn and how that's a time for rest and reflection and gratitude about how far you've come so far this year, rather than resisting the fact that summer is. Ending. I still hate autumn, so. It's okay. Well, may, maybe you will appreciate the gifts of this season a little more, um, seeing as you don't read my social media posts or engage with them. Because I don't do Facebook. It's mm-hmm. Instagram as well. Well, this is I don't do at all. I mean, I've got an account. Well, so I can enlighten you further here, just like your Russian teacher. Um, <laughs> so about six or seven weeks ago, Amram resigned from his job. And that followed a long period where we had been talking about you coming to do similar work to me. Not exactly the same, Um 
but that you definitely wanted to make use of. Well, I wanted exactly the same. Actually, I was thinking for a while to come from this course. Counselling. Counselling, yeah. Yeah? Are you still interested in that? No, not really. It's too long. Mm. But we had, we'd been talking about how you wanted to do something where you were helping others. Yeah, I can do it different ways. Yeah. And I think that first came about probably during the pandemic. I think that's when we seriously were talking about it, when you had that time when you were furloughed to just have a think about what you wanted. And Mm -hmm. um, so it's been coming a long time and we've been on quite a journey to get there um we kind of diverted for a while and how many years since from the first lockdown two two and a half almost goodness me i know yeah so in that time and this is part of the um the, the looking back over all the hard work that we've put into getting to this stage and to get into this stage of you resigning from hospitality as a as a career anyway you're going to be doing some work to make money but now your path is set you know your career your future around how you make money is set around working as a healer as a teacher and that felt like it became a commitment when you resigned from your job six or seven weeks ago would you agree no i wouldn't say commitment because it's Sounds very strange. It's rather like a choice, not a commitment. Okay, okay. It's not a choice for you. Well, it is a choice, but it's, I mean, just commitment sounds not right. Okay, well, what, what do you think? Well, no, maybe, okay, okay, anyway, it's just a choice and I will follow. Maybe it is commitment. Okay. Maybe mm. not comfortable using that word. It just sounds very official. Hmm? Yeah. Well, that, that, that's my perspective. It was like, let's stop focusing on you it's having... Like Captain America, commit to help people. Yeah. Uh, okay. You know what I'm like for marking things and, and moving on from one phase to the next? Yeah. No, yeah. Okay, okay. but... That's where your future is focused in terms of the work that you want to do. No, I suppose so, yeah. Okay, okay, well. And you sound enthusiastic. What do you mean? I suppose so, yeah. What shall I say? Yes, Martin, (laughs) this is it. I'm just delighted to be moving forward with this commitment mm-hmm. three burgers and, and fries good legs seriously three burgers and fries yeah what do you mean i mean you know this false smile and oh what like in, working in a restaurant where pretending well, yeah well, i mean yeah i know what i'm doing more or less i think it'll be good okay well th- there's the enthusiasm people but that's that confidence, isn't it? You don't need to say it out loud. Well, no, but I just, you know, if you, if you made a choice, you made a choice, and you just just follow it, and it should work out. And that's that's about it, really. And you don't need to to pretend false enthusiasm, like because usually if you do it, it kind of. Um, 
looks like you're trying to convince yourself, and I need to convince myself. No, it, I, and it I took me it took me quite quite a long time to convince myself that I shouldn't be doing the stupid job that I'm doing right now, and I was doing it for years and years because it's just not 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 my well it's it's not my thing. Mm -hmm. I basically in hospitality I I got to the probably the highest level general manager, and yeah, was I happy? No, fucking no. <clears throat> Yeah. Okay. Time for a change. Yeah. Well, actually, that's really true because that's the way that you do it, and I'm very grateful for you coming on the podcast and sharing how things are for you. And certainly from the feedback that we got from other people, they really enjoyed the opposite and complementary nature of our personalities, and. I am enthusiastic about it. I'm so happy that you that you know that it feels like a, a line has been drawn in the sand where we don't focus future energies on hospitality. You're you're done with that now. And I do plan, I organize, I get excited and enthusiastic. And I think that my outward view is really helpful when you are doing so much of that work internally and you know like you, you would happily sit in here and do that work but people need to know what you're doing and and hear about that and come to you and this is all part of that promotion i guess oh yeah i suppose yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, that's my strength and and yours is very much on that internal level and and using your gifts to help others so i guess it's a good job we're we're married and you know we're going to work together because it takes more than one person to do amazing things, right? Mm. <laughs> okay, anyway. So there you go. Amram's resigned from hospitality, even though he's working there to earn some cash to pay the bills. And since you quit work, you've started on the yoga teacher training. And we'll come on to that in a moment. But I wanted to talk about how... I feel that this break that you've had has been the most significant in terms of how we are together and a couple of things that are really important to me is that I've had more time to you know other than just do everything around the home and take all the responsibility because your focus has been going to work for 70 hours a week and resting and I'm yeah, sure that resting never worked. Huh? What? Resting never worked. Oh, previously. Oh, yeah. Well, this. I mean, this this last month, I've I've rested well first time in over two years, mm. like properly. Properly rested, yeah. Without constantly checking my phone. I mean, you remember oh, last last time I, I was checking my phone. I've been on a holiday, or like holiday, working holiday, but still. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like me, every but, um, every single I thing was twenty four seven. You, did, you and, didn't you know. love it, did you? It was... no, well, you can't love it. Well, you didn't. If you if you mentally stable, you you can't love it. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And but there was something about not just letting go of the work at the Greyhound, but also letting go of this as a future career for you that seemed to make this break 
far more effective for you that it, it was actually a break and yeah. you, you weren't just resting to recover from work to go back to work but you were actually doing way more around the house way more oh, involuntarily too much to yeah and there is there's always loads to do this is a, a big old house you know it never ends but i felt like i wasn't always having to operate a hundred percent of capacity in all the different things and and failing at some of them because one person can't do everything in a house you know and since you've come back it feels like even though you were in shop you know it's since you've come back into the house and we share so many more of the tasks and it, it feels very much more equal here and i feel like i've got loads more space but Anyway, that's my stuff. But I think the biggest thing that's happened for you is that seeing as you're not so overwhelmed with everything that you're doing, there's a much bigger gap between when something maybe causes tension in you that you have a bit more time before you respond to think, to maybe ask those questions that in the middle of an argument, I would say, well, if you would just think about this and this and this and this, but you would go from like zero to 100 in terms of your reaction. Whereas now you've got a lot more space. And I... I Oh, yeah, I'm not stressed. It's yeah. I think it changes quite a lot when you're not stressed Well, constantly. It, it really does change a lot. And it, you have been an absolute pleasure to be around in the house. But also I know that, you know, you've been able to start coming to yoga, which mm. I think has made a big difference to you. Oh, yeah, yeah. I do like this aerial. Mm -hmm. yeah. And all the people there comment how much lighter you seem, both in terms of how you're behaving, but also just like your energy and your uh, willingness and um, openness to to join in I just now no one be telling like everyone take a break for a month and rest it's probably it could be unhealthy for some people but yeah it helps it does help but obviously it needs to be a break it needs to be a full break like mentally first of all not yeah. not just physically and i had oh no what well, well sound helped yeah i've got all this oh, it's just beautiful yeah. august yeah. It's not that nice now, but all right. But you last winter. Of... Yeah, yeah. Well, again, we'll come on to that. We're probably only going to have one more winter living in the UK, but again, for later on. So, as well as having the break, as well as redirecting where you focus all of your energies regarding your work, you have started your yoga teacher training. Yes. So. Yeah. Tell us, tell us how that came about. How <laughs> tell us how it came about. Yeah. Martin one day said, oh, I think I know what's good for you. <laughs> this is how it came about. Well, no, it was actually true because, uh, yeah, it's still kind of, it's funny because like in the, I told you in this introduction to the course, uh, to, to the whole training, he said like, the modern yoga, it's kind of like Western yoga. Mm -hmm. It's fine and, and it's okay. And, and he he's like definitely not against it and because it's promotes the yoga itself. But like proper yoga, ancient yoga, it wasn't about the 
fitness and Pilates. Yeah. It was about as any kind of like spiritual practice about more like about your inside. Yeah. And so this Kundalini is is more on this side. So it's it's about the in, in internal process more than obviously like uh it's connected to your body because we can't get rid of our bodies and uh and yeah it's kind of works outside in in this case yeah yeah so by repetitive things and mostly by the breathing of certain ways you 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 can access your yourself like internal you So yeah, this is gonna, what's going to be kind of all about. I mean, but obviously it's much deeper because uh, I don't know. Well, I've mentioned your uh, mentioned Kabbalah before as one of my very very main interests, mm-hmm. and I mean there is lots of Kabbalah. People have no idea what is it, but they, they think it's just some kind of religion. Which is not. Is that not similar though to how people think yoga is some kind of physical exercise, but it's not. It's way deeper. Well, yeah, but I think it's just about the perception how it was kind of advertised. So yoga was advertised certain ways, mm-hmm. just to make it popular. So we were talking about it. We're watching. What uh, we were watching? American. Mm. American Horror Story. One of the seasons. And it was eighties, and we were talking about the um, uh, aerobics. Aerobics, yeah. The... And it was like, what was it? The aerobics go, because yeah. it's kind of they called Pilates right now, really, and it's basically the same stuff. Yeah. And yeah. it's like yoga being popularized as kind of like exercise side. However, it works anyway. Uh, on the mm, on the basic level, which is like mental level, but uh... yeah. So just by practicing, I mean, I question actually whether you turn up to practice just to exercise, whether or not without the intention. Of uh, but yeah, deeper. but this this is what I want. It's just intention. What what it changes? Like mm. intention changes it just from the Pilates to to to, to proper yoga, really. Yeah. So, but um, intention intention changes everything. It's too deep of the topic to to talk about it right now. Well, no, but we are talking about it now. We don't have to cover everything. Yeah, but we go in and this like oh, I started talking about Kabbalah and how how well Kabbalah is really 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 similar to and practice practice wise, which no one talks about it because. There is a practice in Kabbalah, which is not being practiced for centuries, almost never. So, so when you talk to me about Kundalini, because I, I came to the realization about the relevance of Kundalini for you when I was in a Kundalini yoga class, like, I don't know, four or five weeks ago or something. No, it was end of July. So it was the same. No, it was, it was before you left the Greyhound, actually. And so for, um, for the benefit of people who might not have any awareness of what kundalini yoga is i was sat balancing on my sit bones with my legs wide open holding on to my feet 
if you know yoga people, it's Upavista Konasana. So it's like a, a wide-legged position and you hold on to your feet while balancing on your sit bones for three minutes and breathe in breath of fire. So in and out really fast through the nose. And during that, with some kind of trippy music on, I was told from somewhere inside of me, out of me, it doesn't really matter, probably both, that this was a great way for you to bridge the Kabbalah knowledge, all of the energy work, but bring it into something that was um, able to be presented in a class form with with sets of kriyas, i.e. exercises combined with breathworks and mudra and intention. It, it will like, be quite interesting. I'll create my own. I will be guru. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll combine everything. Well, you will authentically share what has helped you on the path to self-realization. It's like all the gurus have these Indian names usually. Yeah. Guru Chopra. Guru... I, only, you know, I don't like this. I only need to find something else. You're saying this with tongue-in-cheek though, right? Of course. Yeah, good. God, I don't know. I started believing you then. Um, but anyway, in that, in that, you know, in that three minutes in a class doing something that probably sounds quite ridiculous, I gained knowledge that and with certainty, I didn't even need to ask you. I, I, it's like I knew that this was a bridge to you being able to offer all of those things that we knew that you perceived to be counseling at one stage, you know, and yet you kept going down the energy healing. The... Well, I mean, I didn't, I didn't start the, the counseling, the, the, the whole path only because you said it's, it takes too long. It's not worth it. Yeah. And I was but... like, oh, two, two people in a family? No. No. <laughs> well, no. But, but, well, alright, it didn't feel right on both parts, and you didn't do it. So. No, well, I didn't, yeah. Mm. You know? But th this just came out, not out of nowhere, but it came in a moment, and it felt revo uh, uh, revolutionary and was such a revelation that I couldn't help but, but tell you about it. And I know others that have gone to Kundalini, uh, the Kundalini sessions that I attend with the amazing uh, Kelly McClelland, Live Life Yoga UK, follow her. She does Zoom classes on Tuesday night. She does an in-person class on uh, fortnightly on Sundays at uh, Ascombe Hall in Penrith. Go, she is amazing. Anyway, that felt like a really good bridge between all of this stuff the Kabbalah knowledge the energy work that you have been trained in and a way to apply it in a kind of a class format that made sense and for you to deliver that in a way that resonates with your understanding felt a way that you could move into into this field that would complement what I do but you know bring in all of your skills and then when you started on this teacher training that you're doing which is a kundalini based teacher training i was bowled over by how impressed you were because you're not easily impressed mm. how have you found it so far well i'm not deep in the training itself i'm mostly now in uh, initial but it's still open isn't it that you're still really open. impressed by because <coughs> he's he real you know yoga. what makes him real to you uh well <clears throat> he doesn't tell any bullshit and he doesn't advertise it as a way to fix everything he just advertised rightly as a way to, to 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 find yourself which is like find the answers 
you're looking for which like for, mo for the most of the people is actually probably really needed but again most of the people even though they will go for this it's intention yeah that's the right word you need an intention the right one always so what what do you define or how can you describe intention because it's come up a few times now as something really significant in creating depth in any kind of yeah practice. but well, well that, that uh, that's what i said intention if it's too deep of the topic to go into it i mean intention when i'm talking about intention i'm talking from a kabbalistic point of view and i told you already like what kabbalah is about it's uh, you know the tree of life you like everybody knows about tree of life no one knows what, what is it really and tree of life is basically a huge projector which works two ways okay so can i because the many listeners won't have encountered that just before. google it please tree of life kabbalah and it's quite similar it's just a picture really okay. so with the um it's almost like a one two three well like kind six, of yes um, ten. six sided ten sided ten yeah, yeah. and uh, so anyhow it's just well you can kind of call it a picture of god yeah. uh because it's him and uh, it's all his powers yeah but the main idea simplifying it to to the to the the most simple level it's um uh it's kind of the matrix matrix we're living in mm -hmm. because it's not real obviously our world is not real it's just a projection of our our thoughts yeah so basically oh. something comes down and it's just a power and our minds create from this power the world and intention comes here so if intention is bad it projects back there and then goes goes down here with a doubled tripled quadrupled power yeah so this is how we create our world uh, world and um this is how it i mean obviously if if, if there are any uh, someone someone has any basic knowledge of physics they they should know that uh, i'm not even talking about quantum physics but that this is how the cause and effect yeah, no, but this is how the world wor works. Basically, it's not real. It's just uh, on the basic level, it's lots of atoms around us and, and our mind creates something from them. And wh whatever you see is just what, what you see. The other person probably don't see the same thing. Okay, then. So can I make this very real and day-to-day -day applicable? Because applicable sorry i burped then <laughs> um so I, I think that the beauty of all of this deep spiritual knowledge that's ancient and supposedly too complicated for this conversation no that's why you want to go no but i don't think it is i think it's day-to-day -day applicable and real and that's how we actually benefit from it because and again i think that's where all of this guru bullshit comes from that you're achieving something that can't be um accessible on a day-to-day -day level so i want to kind of give a real example i mean everything's accessible on day-to-day -day level I know, but I don't think that when we talk in these um, relatively grandiose ways about tree of life, 
you know you didn't say this but the 10 different bodies that we exist in we, you know mental physical energy etc 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 bringing down knowledge from uh something way beyond our consciousness but it's a projection here and it affects day-to-day -day life that's a lot for the average person to comprehend yeah but um, the, it's 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 kind of you know the other well the average person it's 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 a it's a bad thing to say, but oh, all right, yeah. Let, let's say the average person. person. Like if if uh, they, m let's say, I don't know what's what's the percentage in this country, but like many people believe in God. Mm -hmm. And but if you will ask them anything about what they believe in, they they, they can't actually describe it. I mean, the, probably some of them will remember a few times from the what they've been told. Yeah, from let's say bible did anyone ever read the bible um don't think so did you read the whole bible no well i did many times actually uh, uh i was a kid this <laughs> is funny just i was constantly reading as a kid so i just well, found bible and i read it it's it's a strange topic, you know. There is a belief, there is a knowledge. You, you kind of need to get in a, in in the middle of it, in between. So, not the 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 belief on itself. It's not real, really. Belief. It's uh, belief. The knowledge can change any day. I mean, we can see it right now. Like how much how much changes like in the scientific world and they, they find in the things and, and these things kind of turns everything upside down and like but if you get in between you kind of see well you kind of see you could see maybe a, a bit of the real picture okay. mm. so between knowledge uh, and questioning the knowledge well, knowledge, beliefs, questioning the knowledge, questioning the okay. beliefs, and then you just... Um, obviously, you need to believe into something because it's a people nature. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a kind of a, a faculty of being human that you have belief in something. It directs your energy, your thoughts. The belief does, I mean. Yeah, I suppose. Well, I wouldn't say it's only people. It's just living creatures. Mm. It's like we've got three dogs that they probably believe in us. Well, they do. Well, yeah. So they've got their own personal gods. Me and you. Yeah. Me. Mm. Yeah. They've got their own personal prison guard in you. They wouldn't say so. Oh. <laughs> they've got their own slave in me. No God in you. <laughs> okay, I want to make this seemingly uh, inaccessible theory, knowledge, ideas, very day-to-day -day accessible to the lay person, the average person. That's for me that that's my why that's why i do what i do to try and make all of this stuff that is in your head relatable to be able to give it to you know the the 40 something housewife that's 
Drowning yeah, but in all of her day-to-day okay, tasks but tasks. it's it's just a, it's it's gonna go the intention that she really needed. Does she really need? It? No, uh, it's a bad question because she does need it. Does she really want it? Well, that's for her to decide. But if people come to me and they have you got your well, that's very unprofessional. Blair. You told me all notifications were off on your phone. So Monday then. This today earlier on. Oh, but well, it's because it's messages. Messages. Oh, just from. messages only. Oh, what's the point of having messages if you if you will turn them off? I do. Serious. Yeah. Well, because I'm not I'm not having fifteen hundred of them. Well, yeah. Okay. Anyway, that particular example there, it's about making this stuff real day to day. And yeah, if somebody's coming and saying, "I want to be helped with my sense of being lost in the world, not knowing who the fuck I am," everyone's taking advantage of me. I hear that this stuff that you do helps. Can you help me? I've got to meet them where they're at, right? And so I have from the very first day, 30th of June, 2015, when I left work and started this business, I was like, I'm going to be real authentic uh, in terms of my desire to create this work, which is I want to make the seemingly mystical, inaccessible, very real and applicable to the person who's on the street trying to get through this really hard life you know who doesn't have the time to read countless it's, books it's it's just um you know all this um life coach <laughs> yeah like the most successful of them they speak the basic language and yeah. they always say like yeah speak the basic language because everybody will understand you it's like you can't oversimplify as well Okay. Yes. Yeah, so it's about, because that, if you that, if you if you have something to deliver, which yeah, if you have something to deliver, which is like not that simple, you probably want person to get to the level where they can, can't understand it. Yeah, because if yeah. if you will oversimplify it, it will just kind of lose its meaning. Yeah. However, dilute it completely. However, and, those who brought yoga to the western world and made it very possible have opened up people's minds to then go and explore the depths you know those who were ready for that and those who you know consider yoga and pilates for example to be the same thing that's okay but at least it's at the beginning you know it's an opening into that knowledge and i don't profess to be the person who has the more you've got way more knowledge than me but I've got the ability to connect with people and help them want to connect with some of this knowledge, some of this theory. Some of oh, yeah, practices. but if they want to, obviously, they they, they will start, they will be trying, own. and they will get to this yeah. level to understand other things. And yeah. This is how it works. I mean, you can't, like, uh, do the whole thing, like, oversimplify it to the level of the, I don't know, kindergarten and then yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely it's about this is what they do actually with the christian religion like yeah. when well, they, it's so yeah when you've got this i don't know if it's it's in uk if you got it like in poland in schools uh 
I don't know if it's still the thing, but they used to have like religion as a, as a thing in schools, and they were yeah, like over oversimplifying everything and trying to to feed it to to, to kids, mm. which is one of the ways basically to to turn them and this and this listening creatures like you know no own not questioning yeah not questioning mm. no will no nothing they they like the truth is here mm. and you like you keep with it the guru mentality so don't ask the questions uh because obviously you want to get any answers because <laughs> there's no one to give them because uh, they have no idea what they're doing well some of them do actually but yeah most of them don't so yeah uh Christianity is really good with this just simply because they had dozens of centuries to to create the whole process. Who is? Well, mostly Catholic. Mostly them, yeah, because they had the most time to create this mm-hmm. uh, process of just how to how to train people not to think. Yeah. Yeah, whereas all of these processes are about putting that exploration, the seeking of the answers, back onto the person who's asking them. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. I mean, it's it's all about the the answers. It's it's that's what because some people will listen to some I don't know religious. I don't know. Uh, Instruction? No, no, like the church people, the someone else, anyone, some someone who who's who's a, a big authority for them, and and they will say, oh, like, because I like in, Pol- in Poland was it was a huge thing, and in Russia it was a thing at some point, like yoga is it's like Satan's work. Yeah, 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 because uh, it it. it, it causes you to question to uh, but yeah but but that, that's the reasoning yeah. but obviously they won't tell people that, that that's the reasoning uh, yeah it's just work. because it, it's, it's a religion and it's devil's work and and it's kind of satanism uh, simply because and then people believe in it they, they think oh it's, it's another religion it's it's not because religion most of them don't leave space for the question there is just an absolute truth in you and you believe in it this is well again kabbalah this is where it comes from it's kind of because uh, judaism <laughs> is, uh, is the oldest one of the oldest religions existing and obviously doesn't leave any space for the questioning mm-hmm. uh which you can uh, see and almost touch in Jerusalem when you go into the Orthodox <laughs> quarters. Um, yeah, this because they still go in with them. Word. Oh, like on um, Shabbat, where you can't touch any electrical devices. Oh well, yeah, the Orthodox version. Yeah, you have to hide. They still live in the Middle Ages. Like, oh no, it's it's like much this. older than the Middle Ages. Yeah. 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 Well, you can't. The, the thing is. Because, like, why why you can't? Uh, in this case, this old Jewish overthinking. Because um, you can't set up the fire during the Shabbat, like, you can't lead the fire. Uh-huh. That's forbidden. Therefore, you can't turn off the lights because there is a sparkle. 
which is not that obvious <laughs> where it comes from, but you know, it's this overthinking and and not questioning. Oh no no you well you can't question a god. Yeah. He's he's not very nice when you question him. Mm. So how does that link with Kabbalah then? Because, because Kabbalah is uh, Kabbalah was created by the the most uh, uh, there is this word in in in, in Hebrew tzaddik, right. which doesn't mean rebbe, but many things. Yes, because rebbe is uh, well, it's 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 not like a, um, in a church when you've got a priest. Rabbi. Yes, yeah. rabbi is not a priest really. Because you can do the service without the rabbi, by the way. Uh, he's just uh, the best of the the smartest. Like the, an elder. The, yeah, we can see the, the elder. Okay. And yeah, therefore, he actually rules the service. However, you can do it without him. That's a huge difference. Uh, but tzaddik, it, it means just... The wise man, okay, and uh, the wisest of the rabbis. Okay, so like a there were rabbi. rabbis, most of them. Uh, I mean, no one knows where Kabbalah comes from, but let's say they they get into Kabbalah because they started asking questions. Yeah. And the Kabbalah is all about the questions. It's questioning everything. It's questioning the religion. It's questioning people. It's questioning the whole world around us, mm -hmm. where it comes from, why, and, and what for. Mm. And, yeah, which is why, obviously, it's not, it's, now, nowadays, obviously, it's, it's accepted, it, it is part, part of Judaism, okay. like, mm. build up on it. But, well, when it when it just started, obviously, I, I can imagine it, what was it how, how they like were yoga. treated. Yeah. Uh, well, with yoga, it's a bit different because like yoga is based on the on the Hindu religions, and they were they kind of always were open. Mm -hmm. There is, uh, I mean, again, deep topic maybe. There, there is lots of reasons, uh, probably because from the beginning how they were presented. Let's not forget they've got hundreds of gods, yeah. Yeah. which is honestly like leaves you a huge field, yeah. Yeah. and but still all of them gods are, are the one. Yeah. But you've got them hundreds, and you can prefer one, and no one will tell you it's wrong because it's it's, it's your preference. Mm. So so there's like it leaves you the field for the questions, you know. Yeah, there's plenty of. Uh, there is a choice in the yeah. belief system for you to yeah. be different to so it, actually like with way. yoga is a bit different because uh, it's based on, on, on a much more open system mm -hmm. very ancient as well I mean again not to get too deep because obviously when you read in Bhagavad Gita mm -hmm. uh you kind of start believing in aliens, <laughs> but then some of some of the practices in in yoga in and Kundalini, you know, it's about invoking special powers, and yeah, within you, and and it's got a very scientific 
explanation that there are very scientific explanations behind why some of the practices work but ultimately it's about belief in something beyond this so that's what i'm saying there is it's just a balance between the belief and and, and uh, uh let's say science between belief and and, and realness yeah. however like we, we don't really know what it is so example this morning coming back to what we were talking about earlier on I I woke up this morning. I'm doing this forty day um, mantra challenge with with Kelly. Um, half seven every morning. We knock the Zoom on and we do the same mantra for ten minutes, uh, eleven minutes. Sorry, and we say the words Satanama. And on each of those syllables, we touch thumb to index finger, Sat, middle finger, uh, Sat, Ta, ring finger, Nam little finger we do that for 11 minutes and Kelly gives an introduction to some of the scientific research behind the mudras so the touching of the finger points so the meridians all the energetic aspects of that and how that can affect what's going on physiologically emotionally mentally yeah but you can see straight away you know this uh, Mudra. Well, mudra, yes, but also you, you can go straight to the Asia and you see the. The Gyan mudra. No, I, I'm talking about the the points you touch in you, you, Oh, meridians. Yeah, the, you can see straight away the little needles in your fingers. Acupuncture. Yeah, acupuncture. Yeah. Like it's so connected. Yeah, it's completely this... different. Different <clears throat> civilizations, different a, a, centuries, different ages, and but but it's so it's so about your body and about your soul and it's all interconnected. And that that practice this morning, so for the first probably five minutes I was just watching the thoughts about this day coming into coming into uh, my mind. So watching the thoughts about oh I've got to go and walk the dogs because I got up a bit late and I didn't walk them before the session with Kelly. I'm wondering what we're gonna do about taking that stuff to the solicitors. We've got to meet up with Lindsay and do the PT and all of that. Watching the thoughts come in, come back to Satanama, Satanama, Satanama. Very, very busy minded. About halfway through it quietened. And my intention at the beginning of the practice was I want to connect today to you. That was my intention for today. Um, how can I connect to Amram on his day off? And about five minutes in, all these thought well not even take me thoughts, shopping but the <laughs> yeah that'll do um, but no i you know i realized all of the content for this well the, the the prompts for the contents for tonight today's session tonight's session on the on the podcast the things that we were going to do when i notice myself getting busy i'm going to come back to what's going on for you physical touch is one of your love languages so make sure i'm near you i'm with you and it's like that changed the course of this day so when you talk about the tree of life the thoughts and all the stuff that's going on that intention that practice helped me make a difference to our day on a very real basis that's for me how these practices that can seem quite esoteric like not accessible on a day-to-day -day level you know it was as simple as when you were talking to me earlier on and I noticed I was on my phone looking at something that was for us but I put it aside and I listened to you I paid attention to you that shaped our day we've had a nice day today mm -hmm. you know that 
11 minute practice helped me tune in. It also worked on a physiological level because I felt myself as soon as that five or six minutes after, you know, I was doing the satanama, satanama, I, my thoughts were busy. I emptied them out. I got quiet and felt into my heart, which is a very intelligent part of where we're at. And it's like, okay, if I'm feeling in here rather than in my heart, rather than in my head, I know that I'm probably being guided towards things that are right for me. This is the self inquiry. This is the questioning. This is the knowledge. And I trust Kelly. I don't need to go and research everything she said about the physiological benefits of the mantra, of how it can rewire your brain. You know, the, all of that's there. I just was like, okay, then I'll go with it. I'll trust it. But I had to feel, um, I had to do the practice. You know, I had to turn up. And I had to trust that my intention with the practice would be enough to create the change in my physical world in this you know, projection of what's going on in my mind on a different. Yeah, but this is this is this is the thing. I mean, obviously, it's all very esoterical and blah blah blah, and people will think, oh, like um, you just connected to the powers, and that you don't need to do anything, which is bullshit. Like to achieve anything, well, you, you still need to fucking work and and work a lot. Yeah. And then, I mean, you probably, when you get in some levels, you will need to work less and less and less and less. But because it becomes in the beginning, yeah, the at the beginning, it's it's like when you're talking about uh, you, you thinking during your meditation about this and that and then all the stuff. Like my first week, and I was trying to do this stupid third eye opening. Half of the session, which was an hour in the beginning, it was just thinking about who's going there, who's behind the door, what are the dogs doing, and then blah, blah, blah. And it's like, and now, kind of, it's kind of, it is interesting. I've noticed this last few days, it's almost blank. It doesn't matter what's going on outside. No, I mean, I'm really, I'm just here. I will get a few breaths in. Uh, and she doesn't think about anything. I'm not bothered. Yeah. It's like it's almost blank. The, the mind, which is really good, yeah. uh, and sometimes it's very deep. Sometimes, like today, he, his voice annoys me as hell, but it still doesn't matter. It's like like yesterday he annoyed me a lot, but I just kind of didn't hear him anymore. So but you were annoyed about other things yesterday as well. Well, which is fine. Yeah, of course it is. And, it, yeah, and it's, it's fun because yesterday yesterday it was like yeah. I could completely just disconnect from it. It's like I know what I, what I need to do. I actually don't don't have to, to have him in the background anymore mm -hmm. on this practice, but it's kind of it kind of helps timing wise because I don't want to go on to, to, too long. And to, but yeah, it's Unfortunately for everyone who thinks that any kind of awakening will, will, will happen is in the Hollywood movies, no. You need to work. Yeah. You need to do the work. And yoga, uh, in this case, is really good tool because it sets you kind of different practices like the whole plan of practices which will obviously if you got the right intention take you to where you want to be 
if you don't have a right intention, if you don't have any intention, you will be just doing them. Obviously, uh, you won't get anywhere. But yeah, it's, it's kind like, of like um, mindlessly moving through life, just expecting it to work out. Yeah. Well, yeah, there, there, there are many surprises in this life. But to be fair, nothing happens for no reason. So if you think that you surprisingly uh, got something really good, you probably worked through it before and most possibly. And it's just an outcome of something you, you, you maybe even forgot about. Mm. But it's definitely just didn't come from nowhere. Karma works. And without the self-inquiry, you can never understand where stuff comes from. Well, yeah, it's true. But, I mean, oh, let's not get too, too much into it, because sometimes you will never understand anyway. But if you know the fact that, but it's that you deserve, I mean, you just deserve it because you probably did something to get... But that, that's, the, that's that thing, isn't it? You can trust the knowledge blindly or not question it. You've got to do both. You've got to trust it and question it. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what we're saying. Yeah. So we've talked a lot about this self-inquiry, trying to understand yourself better and find your own answers come at it from a place where you're really connected to yourself and a huge part of yoga the uh the kind of the, the 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 broad definition of yoga is to yoke to unite yes all aspects of who you are but then outside of you as well in terms of with other people so i alluded to that earlier on when i had my time connecting to myself this morning through the practice of a mantra and that helped me go out into our world today and be different with you and, 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 and have an impact on you and our relationship. So what I wanted to come on to for this next part of the podcast was the importance of community, of the yoga, the, the sangha, you know, the, the people around you and how you operate in said community slash tribe. And that's very much where I feel my slash our work is going. First of all, in this podcast, talking about our own stuff and, and sharing that genuinely and, and what goes on inside and, and being able to help other people with their own stuff and changing perspectives, changing the ways that they live their lives. And that extends not only, you know, beyond this this podcast and that that's kind of forming as as we continue to to explore what it is but then in the yoga class so on the saturday morning you have now witnessed how much of a community is building there the people that started coming to that class a year ago i think it was actually i think it was september or certainly the beginning of october where i started that class and what has developed since then is a group of probably up to around 20 people who have come on the yoga retreats with me they've attended other yoga classes not just you know not just mine they go on walks together they go dipping in Ullswater Lake they go for a coffee and a pasty at Ascom Stores after the class friendships have been built further connections have been built I know all of that's going on and you've experienced it within the retreats and this has all come through you know my intention to to just share some of the practices of yoga I, I never could have 
thought for the life of me that, that that would go into something it's grown into and the ripple effect that not just they're feeling individually, but that goes out to their partners, to their families, you know, the, the community around them. That's mind blowing for me. And you've started to experience more of that. Now you've come into my world and I'm just wondering how that is for you. How, how do you see that? What do you think about that? Well, first of all, I mean, it's quite, it's quite obvious that the, the friendships and being made simply because it's like, um, there is a reason they came for this yoga classes and they kept coming. So, which means they kind of similar something and, uh, they feel good together. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Uh, that's, that, that's a friendship base. Uh, community-wise, I mean, well, uh, how do you think Jewish people survived so many centuries? Mm -hmm. uh, not going to religion right now. However, like obviously in Jewish culture, religion is, is a part of, of of life, like basic part, and it's, it's connected. But uh, it's all about community, and this thing I, I, I mentioned before, like a few minutes before, talking about how. Uh, like in synagogue, you don't really need a rabbi. Like you, in in church, you need a priest. In yeah. synagogue, you don't really need a rabbi. You need ten people only. Okay. It's called minion, and you can go with the service because you've got this this basic community already in place. Yeah. Connected. Okay, so the the group has all it needs yes without a leader yeah there is no such thing because your leader is god and you're responsible only to him like there is there is good side of even like mm, very orthodox judaism uh the truth that well okay i won't be talking about it but it was probably taken from all the versions of Christianity for, for simple political reasons many centuries ago. Uh, but yeah, there is no body between you and God. Mm -hmm. You are God. Well, not he's in you. Okay. He's around you and you're talking directly to him. You're praying not through the priest, you're praying directly. And you're getting the answers or not directly, not through the priest. Like me this morning. So yeah, like there is there is no low middle person. So, uh, and the community is a value simply because you're getting stronger. Like, in any any possible meaning. So yeah, it, it didn't surprise me. Just say okay. And it's very real there, isn't it? Yes. You see, and you're a part of it now. Which is good. And how does that feel for you as somebody that generally doesn't engage in community? Well, you engage to the level where you feel comfortable with us. But your comfort level has been extended. No, not really. Few, well, not your comfort level, sorry, but the engagement has expanded. Well, maybe a little bit. Yeah. So does that mean that your comfort level has expanded? No, it was, it was always the same. Okay. I'm just... You really choose <laughs> the level of connection. It's not automatic.
Okay. Doesn't mean that it just crosses my comfort level, but it depends on on people, on situations. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not a sociopath. <laughs> uh, I just uh, learned. And well, I'm quite experienced, and I just don't tolerate people that I don't like in, around me. That's all. It's wow. simple as that. Like, yeah. there is nothing, nothing very magical about it, really. Uh, well, but, but, it's but, very, it's very unhealthy to to have people which you don't really want to to have around yourself to have them around, and. In many cases, people are just like, oh, I, can't, I just can't do this, I can't do that. And yeah, you can. It's your life. As in, so when you say that, um, I'm thinking that what you're referring to there is most people won't put the boundaries in place that allow them to feel comfortable in a community setting. They'll go and do it anyway, even though it makes them feel like a piece of shit. And you're saying you can choose not to do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can choose to do anything. But what I'm saying now is that your available choices have expanded because you've got more capacity to deal with things. Well, well, I definitely got more capacity to deal with things just simply because um, I'm less stressed and Mm. probably more myself. More your real self. Yeah, you can't be. That's, that's again. If you if you if you don't have life, uh, for for any other have, reasons, have a life. Have a life. Yeah, you have a life. Yeah, otherwise, you your your physical life will be probably much shorter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, though, isn't it? Because. I know quite a lot of people who will turn up because of the um, the commitment that they've made, whether it's financial, whether it's because they're coming with a friend, whether it's because this is what they do every week. So, you know, that intention piece might be missing and they'll walk it and they can't be asked to come and they're tired and they don't want to go. And they always say to me at the end, I'm so glad I came because I feel so much better having, first of all, overridden that negative voice that said that I couldn't come and do this today. I've had the benefit from, you know, the, the physical practice, from the, the, the words that I speak to them, the connection with other people, all of these things that you get in a class. And it's a bit like how earlier on you were talking about sometimes you just have to turn up and trust the practice and not question it too much, you know? Don't sit at home and be... I mean, you can question it as much as you want. You just try it. It doesn't hurt. Whatever you can do, any practice, we shouldn't be talking only about yoga, but oh, God, whatever you can do uh, to make yourself feel better. I don't know. I don't want to use the word improve yourself, but just to make yourself feel like better. Improve, just do it. Improve how you are in the moment. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it, this love today uh, in Lidl on the. Oh, 
the guy on the till in Lidl. On the till. Yeah. We were talking about this, how he tried yoga and it was so hot and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Now he's doing this jiu-jitsu and he's constantly in pain, yeah. but he loves it. Yeah. And... Mm. Well, something's working for him because he was such a treat to talk to. Huh? And, you know, he... You know, when you're doing that shopping thing and you're busy and you maybe don't engage with people. And he made sure that we engaged with him today. He kept us, I think three or four times he leant in towards us with his conversation. You know, he really wanted to talk, didn't he? Yeah. And he, he in his own words, he was tired. He couldn't be asked. He was ready to finish in an hour's time. And he was still putting the effort in. It means something, yeah. Something yeah. was open, yeah. Kind of enjoy some aspect of his life and... Uh, goes further goes further well yeah well like if you enjoy one aspect of your life maybe at some point you will start enjoying others but it just mm. yeah but if you don't don't enjoy any of them you probably need to find something but uh, i think at points in the last couple of years you've been there oh you yes couldn't enjoy anything. I, I mean talking about things other than yoga and we've come away from the community bit here, but it's, it's okay because community is two people as well as, you know, several. But one of the things that I always felt I could rely on to help you be in a better place, whether it would be reduce your stress levels, help you be distracted from whatever it was that was going on. If we just go to water, if we just go to the beach, for example. Oh, yeah, but that's my thing. Yeah, it's like... Well, we'll just, but isn't that interesting? Because that's a practice that you engage in connecting with water. It's kind of a, quite, quite fun actually, because like my, uh, my sign is, is earth. Mm -hmm. Like everything, everything in me is connected to earth, but I just, yeah. Water, sea, ocean. It's just a completely What's your rising sign? Do you know your rising sign? So my uh sun sign as in like the main one is capricorn and the moon one the rising one for me is aquarius which is an air sign so i'm connected below and connected above and how does it work hey how does it work um it's almost like your sun sign the main one is like your predominant one yeah but but so where, where does it come from like technically like because because the signs coming from from basically location of the planet yeah but on you, the constellations you, in, in an over a year um in an astrology report or whatever you are given your sun sign and your moon sign and your sun sign is the one that you're comfortable in it's like you're kind of oh this is who i know myself to be but your moon sign is like the aspirational you it's the one that it's your rising it's it's the rising part of you and so mine is Aquarius, which is very. Oh, yeah. I mean, I need to, to get to, to look at it because I, I, I just need to, to know how it works technically. I, I, bet you're I mean, like Pisces. with the with, you know with the with the signs with the star signs, it's quite it's there is kind of scientific background because actually it's just yeah how the planet was 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 located. Uh, near which of the galaxies and star signs and like constellations, but it doesn't change overnight. So what, what's the difference between star, between sun and moon? It, it changes for like it takes a month. No, it, no, it's fixed, but it's 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 it, 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 in 
who you are based on when you were born, it's like your potential. Your moon sign is like your potential, if you like. So you struggle with it, but it's part of who you are becoming. It's part of why when you were born in this moment at this time, what your kind of aspiration for yourself is, if you like, is your moon sign. And mine is Aquarius. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I've, I've, I've looked into my compatibility with you as a, as a Taurus, as an earth sign, but it'd be interesting to explore your moon sign, your rising because that my, I bet yours is watery. I, I bet it is. Yeah, must be. Yeah. Because I, I think I am Capricorn in many, many ways, but then I've got this kind of weird inconsistency, which is like I'm connected to more than just what's going on here. And us two Earth signs wouldn't work. There's more going on. So be interesting. We'll find out. That can maybe be the third instalment of Amran so we've talked about individual exploration within yourself we've talked about community and we've talked about compatibility on kind of a partner level do we we did we did well we started on the partner level i'm going right back to the beginning of the podcast we talked about how you are now going to be focusing how your commitment (laughs) whether you like it or not is is about moving into this work increasingly over time and that we're going to do this together and that's still all very much in formation and i really want to go there with talking about the possibilities and and exploring them here and we've talked about this privately um but i would really like to share with people a big part of the the healing together podcast is about things are not finished products they evolve as a consequence of time of other people's involvement but quite a lot's been happening for us over these past few weeks in terms of what we see our future together looking like doing this work. And I want to finish the podcast today on talking about some of that. So you've been coming to my yoga classes. You have a bit more of an understanding. You're saying like I've never came to your it's yoga classes before. It's lately though. It's different. You came, I think, probably under duress previously and maybe out of interest, but it obviously wasn't enough. You didn't have enough interest <laughs> to continue going. No, we just got a lockdown. Yeah, I still taught online. I still Fair. did stuff. You, there, there's something online. that's different about your, your, your engagement. On, your online was, was, was my, my huge headache with all this technical issues which i had to sort well i know but there's the compatibility you know you've made this possible you've made this podcast possible and you continue to improve what makes it uh more pleasurable for the listener and and us actually you know this is much more comfortable than last time we did it right we've got the two mics you've sat on the sofa there you know it's it's better like me and you work together really well and I understand that on loads of levels that maybe I can't articulate fully, but I do when I appreciate it more and more and more. 
And I do think that we were brought together not just to have a nice life together, because to be honest, that, 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 that they are moments rather than um, an enduring experience where we haven't, you know, a nice chill time together. I think we were brought together to work together. Do you do you feel that? Do you agree? Well, I <laughs> like I, I wish to think I'm a messiah. I've been brought for some reasons. <laughs> Not in a grandiose way, just in that's the reason, you know? Well, yeah, I suppose, maybe. Who knows? We'll see. Because we're very different. Yes. Skills-wise, life experience, there's, there's a lot of differences. And yet there's something about our coming together that makes us work better as individuals i'll say that anyway you might not agree but i think that it's the case with you but hey you know do you think that I yeah should... yeah <laughs> listener you wouldn't say that if you didn't mean it i promise you um but this i think why i said about the commitment earlier on and this kind of line in the sand i've always wanted this you know i've always wanted us to be together more and aligned with our reasons for being here other than to have a nice time in life and I'm really excited and fired up by that and I love how you help behind the scenes and you always have since you came into my life enabling me to do the work that I do but they it always felt that there was way more that you could offer if you were in the right place or that you wanted to and now both of those things feel possible and we've talked about a lot what, you know, what this could look like. And so you're doing your yoga teacher training. You're already qualified as a Yasui Reiki master. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Sakim Reiki master. And Sakim Reiki master. So you're going to be teaching those in time and helping other people experience the benefits of Reiki for themselves and be able to teach uh, sorry to uh, work on others um you've got yoga teacher training so what do you see in time our work looking like together from our conversation well for me to work together it needs to be something organized obviously retreats of some kind mm. yeah it could be quite interesting organized retreats with some program and and quite obviously two people can solve more problems than just one person mm -hmm. and especially when there are a few ways to to access these problems yeah we've i think we've already been doing that but you've not been fully engaged because you've had to do your own work yeah you know, I, in my stressed out moments with the organization of all the things that we've done so far, and you know, we've done a lot this year, like the retreat in Spain was beyond successful. And let's not forget that that came from several other retreats that you've accompanied and supported me on over the time you know we've done up in scotland we've done a few in the uk we did tenerife we did morocco you know this one it felt like everything worked well 
Oh well, yeah, it all comes <clears> with time, obviously, and experience. It's quite obvious. I told you. But it's different now because you're not going to just be behind the scenes. You'll be out there too, and you you did a little bit of that when we were in Spain, and you did a little bit of that when we were in Sedba in August. Like, how does that feel for you to be a bit more out front? Fine. Yeah, fine. Yeah, it's good. You like it? Yeah. Well, would I do it if I don't like it? I well. probably would, you know. I was doing it for years and years. So I don't <laughs> like. No, I wouldn't. Um... And at the minute now, it's about con conceiving ideas, putting that intention into what we're doing and the healing together. You you said the other day, you know, and I'm, I'm revealing stuff here that might not turn into anything, but I feel it's really important to put it out there, to have the confidence to put it out there with the words that you say, that this healing together brand may extend beyond the podcast in terms of maybe uh, oh, yeah, cause it's, my website you know it's, taking it's much, my name away from yeah well, that, that, that's actually what i will do soon i just need to find a nice nice uh, domain mm. name but it will be healing together it's because you'll be part of that you oh, know it's got you we're, we're healing each other together and healing others together so that they can heal each themselves together you know that's that whole thing about the individual oh this is this is where this whole community (laughs) comes from yeah i mean everything together is easier when you're interested yeah we're interested and and willing to do the work well that's me interested yeah okay um so i guess you know it it might look like on a because i'm very practical as well so it might look like you doing a yoga class once you've finished your training where you'll present kundalini yoga in i told you i will create my own yes yeah your own style your own yeah offering Probably, yeah. So it looks like. Well, I'll be really interested to see what that looks like. I think it's also really worth noting here that just as you are the first few weeks into your own yoga teacher training, I asked you uh, how you felt about getting up in front of a group of people and uh, teaching, inspiring, being part of their healing and well what did you say how you felt about doing that mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean you're asking me these questions it's like you know i don't i don't have an kind of this kind of an anxiety of open space and loads of people i was doing it since i was a kid really uh so that's like it's not a surprising thing about me yeah i, I just uh, I'm not a people person, but I I, I don't have a I, I can go on on the stage and and talk and mm. yeah I, I used to, when I was when I was a teenager I was like back in Belarus I was uh, like um, leading some shows and stuff like this mm. this is not a problem really but um, it's about the rather about the the fact that if I want to do this and I don't. Yeah, and where it's coming from, maybe. I mean, it really feels good to to when someone feels better after after you worked with them. 
It does. Yeah. Yeah. Makes this life, this world much better. I don't, I won't say why. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's good when people are even trying to find themselves. Yeah. It's, it's not good that people trying to find some higher power or whatever, because that's not what it is all about. No. But it's really good when they try to find themselves. Yeah. And to everyone who's listening, it is possible. It's always possible. So if you've got the su- suicidal thoughts, just put them aside. And go do some yoga or oh, pilates run uh, talk to anyone call anyone there's some helplines although they oh you can try uh but yeah put stupid thoughts aside that you're not worthwhile that you are worth extinguishing there every there is a i mean every single person was born as lots of potential some more some less but every single person has lots otherwise you won't be in this world yeah because you're here you're meant to be yes Uh, it's this question always what was first chicken or, or the egg mm-hmm. no, you're meant to be here you're meant to do something and it's definitely not to kill yourself or definitely not to live a miserable life because you will live another one after most possibly yeah 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 you need to realize that you are meant to be here and that you've got something to offer that you're valuable and if you don't act in line with that you'll keep experiencing the opposite until you do yeah. and you've been there right you've felt that worthlessness you you know what it's like to be there right oh yeah I mean, I felt everything you can imagine on the bad side. Mm-hmm. Just never believed in it. That's why you're here. I mean, you, you, you get in your life to live it, not to... Not live it. Yeah, I mean... What's the point? Yeah. And just live your life as much as you could. And, you, and probably you could do much more than you think. Yeah. Well, I guess that's why we're doing what we're doing to do much more than we ever thought was possible and help other people realize that about themselves do you feel like you are 
doing that for yourself now that you're acting in line with why you're here well i suppose so yeah i feel much better than i used to so must be a reason behind it i guess how you feel is maybe an indication of whether or not you're in the right place you're going in the right direction how you feel in your body in your yeah but this is the thing with me i told you many times with my intuition and it's like i was denying it most of my life and i didn't <laughs> didn't really get well with it so at some point i just decided like whatever i will just go with it because mm. it's always right anyhow so yeah i feel good i can give quite a lot well quite a lot i can give a lot uh from a better place in you maybe well yeah for myself well I look forward to doing that with you and it'll be nice to not have to navigate your annual leave it will be nice to maybe be doing this work in a better climate which is definitely part of our plan it will be nice to be doing this with other people, coming at this from a similar place individually. I feel really happy about how our future looks. Um, and I think it's clear from what we've covered in the podcast so far today that it isn't a simple linear path. It's kind of messy. It comes after lots of intention set in it comes after lots of practice it comes after lots of suffering and i'm sure all of that will be ahead of us as well um but it definitely feels better to not be doing that alone and as i said to you very heartfelt in a very heartfelt way recently you have helped me become so much more of who I really am and I feel very grateful for you and and for that so thank you so that's episode six Amram's second installment there was an abrupt end there because for some reason I deleted part of his conversation (laughs) (laughs) and uh, anyway he's off in the other room now chilling while i record the outro and uh anyway so i hope that you enjoyed more of what goes on for us behind the scenes and what we're hoping to share with everybody else in a more public way both on this podcast and in the other endeavors that we are planning and and hope to share and and help you and others with um as you can tell from the podcast it's all very much uh you know conceptual at the moment we're we're just trying to figure out how this all might look but being guided by very strong intuition and um, intentions around trying to create something together for the benefit of us and everyone around us so I hope that comes across Um, and you know we're going to keep doing this 
you know, in terms of the podcast and, and all the other things. And to that end, next week, I will be delighted to introduce you to the wonderful Nikki Wetherill, who in the past few years realized some aspects of herself that she'd kept hidden for a very long time. Um, such a, a painful experience opening up to herself and then having to try and allow the, those other parts of her to make their way into her life as a wife, mother, daughter, friend, yoga teacher, personal trainer, all of this stuff, trying to, to be as authentically her as she could be as she was discovering that has been such an inspiring um, process to witness, to be part of. And she is evidence that if you work hard as fuck, I mean so hard, with the consent, with the honesty, with the authenticity, that actually you can create much stronger bonds by, by doing all of that, by not hiding your light under a bushel, by not pleasing other people, at the detriment of yourself she has created some incredibly strong bonds by being fully her even though others have struggled and continue to struggle with that she's done it anyway because she understands that that's how she can be of service in the best possible way in the world and she's wonderful so i can't wait to share her with you through this podcast ah yeah feels good to do this feels really good i hope you're enjoying it please 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 send me your feedback all of it the good the bad the ugly you will hear the bonus episode which is around feedback and i will reiterate that message about wanting to hear from you no matter what you've got to say please do that this is our podcast we are healing together and in doing that we have to be strong and therefore we're able to remain open kind and grateful these are my four guiding principles the strong bit is definitely important first of all and as you will have heard in this podcast episode Amram is a huge part of that strength for me and therefore I can remain open, kind and grateful. So thank you for listening and I'll see you next time. Lots of love. Bye bye.